0: Yo! Episode 20 of Invite the Neighbors is here, motherfuckers! Anti-ghost was in, uh, I want to, almost said house, but it's an apartment. Um, I record in an apartment. If you had the distinct privilege of being on this, uh, podcast, then you know that. And you know that I have two little kitties, uh, and the orange one always comes sit in my lap while I'm interviewing people, and I pet her like I'm a fucking evil villain, and I love it. Um some announcements I have a Patreon now uh, this podcast does cost money to run so if anybody wants to contribute um, I'll find a way to, to you know pay you back somehow like whether it's uh, shout outs stickers whatever do me favors we'll figure it out but if you want to help me out by donating uh, patreon.com slash invite the news I really appreciate it um, check out Anti-Ghost EP Animal Panic check out Church Street Booking and Out of This World Booking for uh, local shows coming up and um, I had a lot of fun chilling with anti-ghost uh we hit it off really well and pretty much best friends now i think um we talked about past life my other best friends in the whole world from philadelphia and it's funny because they remind me of them the way like the camaraderie that we have so it, it was only fitting that they knew those guys and that we all like each other oh anyways this episode is a meditation on friendship no actually it's a really really uh good episode though i think we talked for a long time they played a song at the very end um so stick around for that um yeah subscribe to the podcast share the podcast thanks guys do you say your band name in any cool ways when you guys go on stage we are anti
1: <laughs>
0: no we say it very always. <laughs> wrong. yeah what is it? What is it supposed to be?
1: I don't. I don't like to talk when I go on stage. Dude, like me I hate talking. <laughs> weird. So I'm usually just like, um, "We're anti ghosts. We're from Detroit." Blah blah blah. Whatever merch. Like, whatever I need Facebook. to plug. It's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. However long it takes me to tune is usually how much I talk. So
0: I've been thinking about like, and I keep saying this, and eventually I'm gonna do it. But like getting one of those little looper pedals where you can just like <laughs> have uh you can like program stuff into it, or you can just
1: like yeah. put clips onto it or whatever, and then just do that for like your merch plugs and stuff. Well, so that would
2: be, that would, be that, that, that would like like commercials for your own band in be, be great. song. We could sell the in between song times. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> this next
0: song this is now. brought to you by so Me we'll Undies.
1: I would love to be sponsored in any way, shape, or form. No,
0: I just figured, uh, like you know, like do some like cool, trippy field recordings or some shit. That way, like when I'm tuning in between songs, I don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen bands
3: do
1: like um like I know uh Forest Green and Silver Age. A lot of times they have like I'm gonna give away their secret, but they have uh, like a freeze pedal. So it'll like they'll hit that last note and then hit the freeze pedal. So then it's just like an ambient like. Just, like, a reverb-soaked, like, I almost bought thing. one of those, like,
0: the old old Blood Noise, mm-hmm. the dark star Reverb. It has, like, one of those sweet freeze functions on it. Yeah. But yeah, I was, was like, good. how the fuck would I use that? But that, yeah, you kind of did just give their secret away. But. I don't think I would
1: use it for anything <laughs> other than, like, in between. So I, I actually yeah. almost bought one pretty recently. But I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm going to be talking no matter what. So I might yeah. just, just suck it up. Well, you had it.
0: a one pedal, like, I saw you guys play at the late station recently.
1: Oh, cool.
0: um, with Silver Age or whatever. I yeah. remember who all was on that show, but... I think U-Rust
1: was on it. And yeah. uh, uh, former
0: far-
4: Critics. Former Critics, yeah. u was not on that show. They were just there. Varsity Letter. Varsity, Varsity Letter, letter. yeah. Oh, that's the drummer in my say.
0: band was playing with them.
4: For oh, whatever cool. reason, oh yeah, because okay. like, we saw Noah, varsity letter yeah. again. And it was a different drummer, and I was like, yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Noah was, was filling in for them. Dylan
1: was like, "I'm so excited! Like, we get to use the varsity letter kit. It's a great kit." And then when we got there, it was a different kit. It wasn't
4: a bad kit. But oh, right, it was right. The right, was A sick kit. Yeah, so I was yeah. Super excited. And then was then it the like, Was
0: it like the clear one or the, was it the, blue the clear Ludwig's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
4: was super. That kit is so nice. No, the shit,
0: dude. Noah's the shit. He's gonna be so happy that you said that.
4: That's probably the best like borrowed kit I've ever played. Oh yeah. Played probably hundreds to. at this point really it
1: wasn't the one with the magic stick
4: which one? Oh, the little like <laughs> club kit yeah i played like you know the quest love kits where it's like yeah. super tiny where yeah. it's like a 10 inch tom and like a 13 Dylan, dylan's kits are like
1: <coughs> like bigger than me okay. like he plays huge huge drums oh so he's okay. always like behind this giant <laughs> beast of a drum set and then we played this rooftop show that was like it was an open mic night, but then they I know the guy who runs the open mic and he always has like one headliner. Okay. And we were on tour and he was like, It's a Monday, if you guys need a date to fill, just come down and do a set. Like oh, there's gonna cool. be people drinking. Mm-hmm. So we went down there, we were like, This is sick, it was outdoors, people were hanging out, it was like a really chill vibe and we're like setting up and Dylan's on this kit that is like like his knees were like above the snare. Like it was so <laughs> small. It looked like he was playing a toy and I mean, we made it work, but it was was just comical to see him go from this huge kit. to. Well, Noah's
0: got, he's got, like, two or three different drum sets, and he's got one of those really small ones. I'm like, oh, and, like, I remember we were rehearsing before, like, it was the day of our first show playing together, and I was like, oh, okay, so is this the one you bring to the shows? But he, like, practices on the little one, and then he takes (laughs) the huge one to the shows. Yeah, really? It's just like, yeah, so it's, like, totally backwards. Well, I have... Mookie.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah
0: if you want to like crack that door yeah. open a little bit, for so they can come and go. The orange one eventually will come sit oh, on my God. lap like I'm an evil villain, <laughs> which I fucking love. Every podcast she comes and sits on me eventually. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of backwards. Eventually, if we go on tour, he's gonna have to. I'm imagining he's gonna have to take the. Oh, there she is. Take the little guy. Mm. But it's nice to. That he always plays with this giant fucking like beefy sounding kit. <laughs> oh yeah, like,
4: that that lo- I, I immediately I sat down behind that kit and I looked at Joe and I was like I'm getting some big Zeppelin vibes from this. Kit. Yeah. like I started playing some John Bonham stuff on him like,
0: He's oh, really he into is. like like um, God what like King Gizzard and like oh uh, yeah, that like was- like jammy sort of like classic rock inspired like jam mm-hmm. type bands that aren't like jam bands. You know what I mean? They're more yeah. like. They have, they have like like... like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah cool. King Gazert and like I can't remember any other other ones. We've definitely post like, we've- animal is another one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You,
1: you and Mark like done right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Are we just we played enough, enough like. No, I'll just doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's um there's a gate on it, so if it, it it usually only picks up things that are like above. Uh, okay. Nice. Threshold. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: I was just gonna say we. I mean we've played like enough shows at this point where we're not using our own kit. And like, seen other bands, yeah, like, no, like, you can tell that, like, most of it's in the drummer, whether or not the sound comes out like good, you know, like, yeah, the kit can only carry you so far. But whenever we get to a gig and we're not using our kit, and Dylan, like, gives me like a thumbs up, like, this kit is like really, sad. I, I'm always yeah. worried about it. I'm always like, is that a good kit? Like, are you gonna be okay on that? And he's like, dude, no, 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 this is fine. <laughs> and I feel like we always have a better set when we have a good, a good drum set because it carries, well, yeah, yeah it carries dude, everything.
4: Cause I mean I, I played we I we played everything from like top of the line like the, the kid I borrowed from what was his name? Noah. Noah yeah like the kid I bought the borrowed from Noah like that's top that's like top tier yeah and then we played like lowest of bottom tier where like the drum set is First physically act. falling apart <laughs> as I'm playing it. Cause I'm just hitting way too hard. It's like held together with duct tape. Yeah. just like, okay. Like no one manages at, uh... to
0: knock a drum off almost like every show. Now I feel like though, like we are playing at Lutherfest, and like, we have this one moment in a song where it's like so sweet. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole set where like, there's this long bridge that like this building bridge. And then there's like a, a pause and then like a snare, like brings it back in. And there's like this big, big sounding outro. Mm-hmm. And I'm like waiting for that hit. And it doesn't come, and I turn around, <laughs> and he's like putting the snare back on his uh, stand <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he goes sorry, <laughs> and is, then we went uh, back yeah, into it. Yeah. I mean, it works, but everybody's I was just like, had like a mo- like a moment
1: like that. We had that with um. <laughs> We have a song on our latest EP uh, called I Can't Feel the Sun where it's like there's this really like quiet bridge that builds into like this really heavy, like big climactic thing, which is like always like our favorite thing to do live when we can all come together and do that. And like the last two shows we've been at have been like beer soaked floors or like a stage that's falling apart. And, uh, like, a, a pedal gets clicked off or, like, a cord comes undone. And it's, like, ruined the breakdown for, like, the last two or It really has. We or, have a curse on this. Yeah. It's I know. Terrible. We got to get back.
0: Like, sometimes I'll, I'll hit uh, – I'll come down on a pedal too hard with my foot. And I won't realize that, like, I turned the volume off on my other distortion pedal. Um. And that's the one I'm using next or whatever. So, yeah. I'll, like – yeah this is gonna be sweet and i'll hit it and then dead silence <laughs> and yeah, then, I, like- I
1: just broke my i have a swollen pickle which yeah, me too is, yeah me too. And i literally she kicked stomped it on it during luther fest and it broke through like the button oh shit. broke through and i had to in the middle of what's supposed to be a guitar solo take the pedal off and like fix the chain oh. and then plug in and try to salvage what was left of
0: oh I would moment, say if you have an analog layout or just like made it look like <laughs> you meant to do it and it, just fuck with like
1: it. It's like a $30, <laughs> some guy built it in his garage and I got it oh. in the music garage because I I almost never use delay, but I need it for like a couple parts. So I have this really crappy delay and I like to get weird with it, but like oh, it's yeah. so bad that it yeah. doesn't sound good when I try to make it sound weird.
0: Oh, huh yeah that's kind of like counterintuitive you seem yeah. like you buy a shitty pedal versus just for like the sole purpose of like making really weird sounds yep. Yep.
4: you need to spend a lot that's of money half to make of your pedal board is just like yeah. what's the weirdest thing i can do yeah. with this pedal specifically and i only mm. use it to make weird sounds
0: so yeah
1: yeah i have like i think i have like two two choruses that have like six different chorus options on it so i i get some really weird oh okay like when we were playing sword fest uh Jack Parsons from Mover State. Uh, she was standing on the side um, watching our set. And I was like leaning over to, to I don't know, I was turning up or turning down or switching guitars or something. And she just leaned over the railing. And she was like, you need more chorus. <laughs> and I knew that she was taking the piss because I had like four choruses. Yeah. Going. It was yeah.
0: <laughs> there was one that I was going to ask you about and then I got sidetracked. Uh, it's, it's almost, it seems like there's a feedback pedal. Or something like there's like a pedal the that distortion like distortion pedal you own, yeah. <laughs> it, but it seems like it, specifically you use it like at the end of a song and you were like going nuts and it was just like super extra feedback. Is that oh. just like a, a distortion pedal that you just turned up super high, or is there a pedal um, that like feels like a noise pedal?
1: I mean, I I always I almost always have my small clone on, which is a chorus that oh, I th- it okay. makes it takes feedback and I mean it's a chorus pedal so it, yeah. it does the chorus effect, but it makes any feedback sound yeah like it's intentional like it sounds cool Gotcha. so and it's hilarious because uh the producer who who does our records uh, his name is mark stewart and he owns and operates radon studio in um in kego harbor he's a genius and he knows everything there is to know about music but uh he hates everything i do because i know nothing
0: <laughs> yeah and i'm <laughs> always
1: like we need more feedback here we need more blah blah, blah. And um, that song we were referencing earlier, I Can't Feel the Sun, I wanted to do, like, this feedback intro over these guitar chords, and he was like, it's going to sound like trash, it's going to sound like trash. And we (laughs) tracked it with the small clone. I think it was only, like, two takes of tracking. He was like, everything, every bit of feedback with this pedal sounds good. And I was like, I told you. Yeah. This is, like, the one I told you moment I had on Mark.
0: I mean, it's good, though. Like, you... For me, anyways, most guitars are the same. Like, you you get your pedals, and you, you just know how to work them. Like, if it's it's weird not having... Like, if, if one thing is off, it just throws me off. Like, I yeah. gotta have everything.
1: You gotta be able to... It's like that weird line of, like, you gotta be able to work on the fly, but also, I'm so comfortable with the setup I have. Like, yeah. I, I've said it before, I could not use anyone else's pedal board. And it's not like I'm like, oh, like, I, I need to have my it's unique sound. Feeling. It's just that, like, the our stuff is so it sounds like muffled and weird in a lot of parts. And it's like so intentional that if we don't get those effects, like I, what you might've been referencing earlier was I have a toy gun that I play at the end of one of the songs where I just hold it over to humbucker and make like all these weird, like toy gun noises. It shoots off like, like a different, sound every time you pull the trigger oh okay if you're cut that that's a secret get yeah, out now yeah, yeah. right. people, people have seen it enough now bands know about it i don't, I don't care but um that's one thing where like if, too, right? if i forget it like i'm like oh no this whole song is ruined now oh because <laughs> i forgot i left it in my bag or whatever but the people so. who
0: don't know don't know yeah but but that, the people
1: who do know are like where's the gun where,
0: right button? and then i'm pretty sure you had like some bass effects too right like uh no is it just, i mean like, like
2: i i use a clean channel and a big muff and that's it
0: Okay, I was Simple yeah. Lines. That's what I was wondering too. Because you guys are a three piece, and yeah, is that like intentional? You, you like because some people like want to rehearsals. be rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like want to be a three piece and like they don't want to have more.
1: Yeah. Well, anymore. I I write like because I I write the songs and then bring them and these guys bring them in rehearsal and these guys bring them to life and make them like music instead of just me messing around on a guitar. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think that it, because I have such a weird. Style of playing guitar, like it's basically just incorrect. Like I, I never yeah. took a lesson. I don't know how to read music. I, the chords that I play are almost always wrong. Yeah, that I feel like it would be a nightmare to work with another guitarist.
0: So, uh yeah. Well, unless they just play wants the three piece,
1: like the classic, yeah. like you know, yeah, Green Day, Nirvana, like you know that kind of wall of sound that you can get out of just three guys being loud.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm kind of the same way with guitar. Like I. I'll completely just self-taught and it's just like a bunch of random shit. Like whatever I thought sounded cool. Mm -hmm. Like I can just hear, hear things like when I jam with other people, it's like, I like to let them lead because I don't, my buddy will tell me like, Oh, I'm in this key or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit, dude. Like,
4: (laughs) (laughs) what does that even mean?
0: Yeah. Like I, I, He'll try to explain it to me, and I just like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what you're doing, uh, what you're saying right now. Just, (laughs) just play it, and I'll hear it, and I'll follow along. But like I'm the the same. I'm,
1: I'm less good with following. I'm, I'm, I feel like Dylan and I have a really good energy of like jamming together, and Joe can always adapt to it, which is great. And yeah. every once in a while, Joe can do a jam that, like, I can hop in on and we can make it sound good. But most of the time, I'm I'm a bad follower. And uh, Joe's okay. a really good follower at, at, like, hopping in and finding the perfect sound for something. I gotcha. But I know what you mean. Like, I I don't, like I said, don't know how to, like, I don't know chords. I think I know right. five. So
0: <laughs> I used to be really
1: embarrassed when people would say, like, oh, like, what what co- like, what like chord is this? And I'd be like, I have no idea. Um,
0: But now I think, like... There's a blessing in that, I feel like, yeah. Ignorance
1: is bliss, and also I think it's cool that, like, other people can hear that and be like, okay, if this guy who knows nothing can make music, I can do it, too. I know, like, Under
0: Oath was one of my favorite bands growing up, Mm. and uh, Tim, their guitar player, doesn't know shit for music theory, and it's the same sort of thing. And that was, like, one of the things that made me realize that was a bad influence on me in, like, eighth grade when I was (laughs) really, like, getting hard into learning guitar, and Mm. I was like, oh, one of my favorite guitarists knows nothing, so... I don't need to waste time like right, <laughs> yeah. le- learning theory or whatever. And, and to this day, that's that's the excuse I use to not put <laughs> the work into learning theory because it's a I'm good just excuse. like because I'm like, well, then it'll it'll change my uh, sound. I feel like I'll be trying to play things that fit the theory that I know rather right. than just fucking up occasionally. Mm-hmm. But also not feeling limited by anything because if I I just I'm afraid that if I started to know theory like. I would work within it too much. Yeah. Whereas like I play shit now that like my buddies who know theory, they're like, Oh, that's a really cool chord. And I'm like, mm. sweet.
3: Well, there's like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> there's a, like a really
1: cool approach. Like, um, like our producer, whenever we're in the studio, his approach with everything is like, know all the rules and then disregard them. Like know, yeah. like, know when to break them. Yeah. But that's like, why I say it's my excuse. Yeah, I know but for me, it's right like, thing. if you're not aware of the rules, there are no rules, so it's great. <laughs> but I think that's what makes uh, Joe such a good fit, because he knows a lot about music theory, and he can come in and kind of, like, if I'm getting too crazy... Chaperone. Kind of, like, event. wheel me in you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's nice to have, like, you know, one balance out the other. Yeah. At the same time, if I write something that's totally wrong, and it sounds good, no one's going to be like, hey that sounds sick, but it's technically wrong, so we're not going to do it. Right, Breaking
2: rules is fun. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. It's all about, like, the only rules that really exist are, like, in context of what you want your band to sound like. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? If you're Mm -hmm. breaking a theory rule, I don't think there's necessarily any rules. It's all just context. Like, you're only Mm -hmm. breaking a rule if you know a particular key you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) So if you don't know... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, any, almost any progression can be, like... You can create like a a scale for. There's probably a name for most progressions. You're uh,
1: you're like offending (laughs) so many like music nerds right now that are going to be listening to this and they're going to be like, oh my god, everything he's saying is wrong. But
0: I'm not. What I'm not. Yeah. So (laughs) what I'm trying to say, because you're absolutely right. Like what I'm trying to say is like you can make almost any progression sound musical if Mm -hmm. you if you resolve it the right way. Oh yeah. No. You know what I mean.
1: I agree. I just I just think it's funny because there I've met people that. Like we we've played or like showed songs to people, they're like, "That's so cool because you you have you go from like a minor seventh, then you resolve it with blah blah." And blah. I don't know anything about what I just said, but yeah, people will say stuff like that to me, and I'm like, "Really? I just thought it sounded cool, so I did it." And that kind of yeah. took it. So
0: yeah, I don't know. That's just so boring to me. <laughs> but again, rationalization, making excuses for not wanting to work hard at learning theory. We all do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have you ever felt like it's held you back at all, like not knowing.
1: For me, like there have definitely been some times where I'm writing and I'm just like, like in my room or in, in the basement, like by myself with a guitar, and I'm like, I can hear this chord and I know it would sound perfect here, but I don't uh, know how to play. It. Like I don't know yeah. where to go, and it takes me like a lot of time to like find it,
0: string by string. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly.
4: Yeah. And so I, it definitely it's like holding me hear back him and do that. <laughs> yeah, me and Sean live together, so it's like I'll just like hear him doing some stuff and like. He'll try and he'll be doing the same thing, but it's like just a little bit different. There's like six times in a row. just yeah. like, yeah, and you, like you have that. A-ha, you can like hear the. A-ha <laughs> <and it's> like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm the like other, there it is. The yeah. other side of
1: that coin is sometimes I'm like, oh, like I wasn't trying to make that chord, but I did it by accident. And that actually sounds really cool. Maybe I'll do that for the bridge or maybe that's better than. What oh, I was going for yeah. It. So it's like happy accidents are really cool. Um, and if you knew
0: the theory, you would just play the one chord. Exactly. Yeah. From the I go.
1: I don't ever want to be in a position where I like mathematically know how to just write a song without even picking up my instrument. I, I enjoy yeah. the struggle. Um. But you know, it's it's to each his own. There's there's some people I know who make absolutely amazing music, and they only know how to play. You know, like power chords. Yeah. And then I know people who are like, you know, savants at, at every instrument ever yeah, and they can so make annoying. amazing music and sometimes they make music that's total shit so yeah you know it's all subjective
0: it's yeah noah's frustrating cuz like he i think he's like he might have turned 20 by now maybe he's 19 <laughs> but like he can play drums, bass guitar, fucking cello oh, like nice. he's just super good at everything and it it's annoying <laughs> 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 no but it's good though cuz like he knows like when like we met when we were playing originally together, he was playing bass in a band and like uh, our drummer quit. So he started playing drums. I was like, okay, well most people, their band breaks up when their drummer quits. Cause it's like, okay, now what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> so now we're just like, we're working out a basis. But when he was playing bass, it was nice because he knows a little theory, but I don't, I don't know how to explain the guitar parts, but he was just like, I thought it was going to be like a pain in the ass trying to like write the songs with him because I literally have with other people I've had to like show them, fret by fret like do this yeah. and then do this but with him he just hears it and i'm just like okay. that's cool it's like i need that and so like if someone's gonna be in a band with me i either need them to just like be willing to put in the time to just like <laughs> listen to me explain every weird chord and like weird chain like weird transition or they can just hear it
1: they need to be able yeah kind of yeah like, that's that's what i was saying about like like me and joe him being able to kind of pick up like in my weaker side if, if i'm playing something and he'll be like what chord was that? And I'll be like an A, and he's like, "Yeah, but you have a capo on the fourth. Like, what are you?" And I'm like, okay, "Well, a uh, shape. you know, uh, the shape <laughs> of the A." On it. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure that that can get frustrating too, but it is cool to play a song. And then there have been a few where we've been writing, and then I'll look over at Joe and be like, "Want me to show you what I'm doing?" And he'll just be like, "No, I got." It.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: And that's always like, "Oh, thank God," because I don't really know what I'm doing fully. So.
0: Yeah. No, my buddy is hilarious because, like, uh, Caldwell noses him, but like he always when we'll be, like, writing something together, he'll, he always has these light bulb moments where he's like, oh, I realize what you're doing, and then he tries to explain to me what I'm doing, and he doesn't have, like, (laughs) any awareness of the fact that I'm telling him it doesn't matter what he says. (laughs) I'm not going to remember any of it, but he just, it's like, once he starts explaining it, he has to say the whole thing because it's like maybe that's oh, how man. he understands it. We need to yeah, introduce like, him you know. to
1: Mark because that's exactly how. Like Mark will have a half an hour discussion about like this is why this chord progression is so unique and yeah. cool, and I'll be like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I wrote, I wrote a song <laughs> where like it's like a fast paced punk rock song, and it's got a capo on the seventh. And when I wrote it, I was like, this is just stupid. I know that yeah. this is dumb, but it sounds cool, so I'm gonna do it. And then when we brought in the studio, Mark was like. I think you wrote something that is, like, absolutely genius, and here's why, and he was explaining all this theory stuff, and I was like, dude, just just stop. Like, you're not helping me at all. I have no idea what any of this means. It's weird
0: how, like, it's a really weird thing that, like, if you knew what you were doing, it would maybe take a way more competent musician to come up with it, but when you Mm -hmm. don't know what you're doing, it doesn't make you, like, a genius. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just Mm -hmm. different approaches. So, like, if you, since you don't know what you're doing, it's... Like I can say this because I ha- it happens to me a lot. Like I- I'm not like this crazy good musician. I'm pretty not. I'm pretty mediocre at the guitar. I just like mm-hmm. am good at playing the way I play it. Yeah. But like people who have a theory knowledge might not be able to come up with some of the chords or whatever I play, be- unless they were further in their theory yeah. knowledge. So it's just really interesting. It's like people who are technically way better than get to- at guitar than like you know, someone like you or I would mm. struggle to come up with the things that you or I come up with.
1: I feel it's like it's so a perfect interesting. example yeah. is like a touring musician. Like I have a ton of respect for touring musicians and there was a great documentary on Netflix called hired gun where it's just, all yeah, yeah. Fans. I watched that. It, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. All these touring musicians and like how they're just like, they can adapt to like any band and they're yeah. the best at their craft. But it's like, for me, I wonder if those people would be able to write, you know, some of them are studio guys, but like, would they be able to write for those bands that they play in, or do they just play the parts? Cause for me personally, like a question that I get a lot is like, okay, if you weren't doing anti-ghost, what band would you be in? Or what kind of music would you make? And I'm like, I don't think I would be doing anything. Yeah. I, I don't think I can't. Like if someone was like, do you want to come play guitar in my band? We're going to go on tour, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, if you've got parts written, but I don't think I could join a band and contribute yeah. to the level that I contribute to this project.
0: Yeah now there there are like some musicians that like are musical geniuses and also sound they're like virtuosic in terms of like their knowledge, but they also don't sound like Because um, like with the hired guns. A lot of times, I feel like they sound really formulaic and yeah, but, like, which is
1: sometimes what you want. I'm yeah, touring musician. Oh yeah,
0: you want someone who knows exactly. You know, they can just do the thing that you want them to do, and that's it. Yeah, but exactly. like I don't know if you know the Deer Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, that's an example for me of like some guy who's just like a complete master of all these different types of music but still writes something that sounds like original and like emotionally informed. Yeah. You know, rather than I would than say just, Radiohead's another really yeah, good example. Yeah, yeah, those and, like, guys are fucking geniuses. They can play
1: like I don't think anybody's really like a genius when it comes to music except for maybe that band. Like <laughs> cuz they're all beasts. There's great artists, yeah. but like if you can play a radio during one of your sets and somehow make it work which they do yeah I think it's during climbing up the walls like it's it, like that blows my
0: mind those yeah. guys are all nuts he Tom York is just like I so inspiring like mm-hmm. I uh, I saw them live at LCA last time they came around. I was there
1: were you yeah, yeah. The, they was, did three yeah. encores and we kept getting up to yeah. leave and the guy <laughs> the guy sitting to the left of us just kept going they're not done yet they haven't played Carnival police and I was like <laughs> fuck he's right Sit back yeah. right down yeah that was a great show
0: i just like the way they came out and they had like those that big giant like the mm-hmm. light like like the big porcupine show of like yeah. Lights. <laughs> but yeah it, he like tom york made me really want to get into like vocal effects and stuff like the way mm-hmm. he does uh he does like a lot of delay and like vocal sampling like live yeah yeah and he does it in time it which is just insane yeah i just don't understand it like i have like some crappy little vocal pedal that i can do delay with <laughs> and like i feel like i'm cool for doing that mm-hmm. this guy's got like samplers and just And him,
1: him doing it live is what i think is so cool about yeah because it's it's hard to do just in studio yeah, like let alone it's... while you're like you're trying to sing correctly sometimes he's like playing part on a piano and like doing like a beat pad. yeah where, like it blows me away those
0: guys are just like off-scoring movies when they're not on tour I know. And shit. it's just wild <laughs> and like every song is uh it's like a different instrumentation when they play it live. Like, yeah. like maybe, uh, what is it? Bill O'Brien or Ed O'Brien? I think it's Ed O'Brien. The guy like, mm. he's like the only guy who seems to play guitar the whole time. The guy oh, who plays the yeah. white Stratocaster. Yeah. 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 He's got a fucking, he's got, strat. is that the
1: one, he's got the custom strat with like yeah. the infinite yeah. sustain. Yeah. He's yeah. got a, it's
0: just his signature strat. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he seems to be, like, one of the only ones. in the bass player. But even sometimes the bass player will play, like, auxiliary percussion, or, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. And there's, like,
1: there's, when they were setting up the stage, I was just looking at how many different, like, areas yeah. there are. There's, like, another drum set, a piano, another piano. Like, they've yeah. got so many little toys and stuff. I can't imagine, like, what their road crew must have to do. Oh, my
0: God. Put up with. Like, what do
1: you do if you're, like, hey, the radio broke. Can you go fix <laughs> this? Right. But, like, the... Where's the nearest Best Buy? Like, Johnny plays, like, so many weird, like... More like, like the punch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I run to, <laughs> run to a Radio Shack and get it repaired. I saw so them they, at... Uh, radio Shacks don't exist? I don't think so. I, think I saw them the at the... the uh,
0: what was it called? The Palace. When they were around. Yeah. From on the King of Limbs tour, I think. And, like, well, it was, that was really funny. a while ago, right? Yeah, it was, like, 2011, I think. 2012. Dang. Some shit like that. And, uh, they... I was like a huge sports talk radio nerd at the time, which I still kinda am. Oh, there you go. They uh at the end they sampled <laughs> they sampled in one of the uh um one of the radio announcers saying like the Tigers are gonna win the division and like they sampled it oh in into like their weird outro and everything. I was just like That's so cool. It's like they the the attention to detail that they have and everything. Like we can just call this episode radio, like Radiohead yeah. for this like is like an appreciation us, hour. Yeah,
1: hopping on Radiohead for <laughs> yeah, a good long while. <laughs> I don't so which Radiohead of
0: your songs though. sounds most like
3: Radiohead? Oh, I don't think any uh, none of them. <laughs> yeah, got, whatever I say
1: for is going to be we play a
4: jazz chord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any
1: anything that we say is going to be blasphemous to Radiohead.
0: I don't yeah. know, <laughs> know. Oh, you could say that maybe you have a song that sounds like Creep or something cuz that's <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Honestly, the one interlude that we have halfway through our last
1: record called Creatures is Mark took like all my vocals and made like a beat out of them and then like, oh, that's did like cool this weird fuck. spacey thing. That's the closest that's like if Radiohead is 100 that's like a 0.01% Radiohead. Okay, sound, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I remember I listened to your guys's uh EP on the way back from uh oh, cool. Bloodfest this year. Yeah, and it was fucking sweet. I liked it a Thank lot. You. I liked okay. the energy a lot. You're one of those bands that I would uh it's and don't take this wrong way i would seldom listen to it um like i would be if it was in the right move mood for that kind of music i would put it on but i would mm-hmm. always want to like see you guys live
1: yeah you know what i mean yes. like oh, I that's a very, huge compliment yeah, yeah. Thank you, yeah. you
0: know yeah. what i mean because like i saw uh at the late station the first time i saw you guys live i'm like oh yeah this is like when i hear that type of music same with like norma Jean. every time i die mm-hmm. i don't put them on a lot but whenever they're in town i try to go yep. because yeah. it's just it's so much fun and that's awesome that's what music. Is, Thanks. Yeah. That's I mean, what I that's, like about it. You know? I
1: Obviously, perform is what we love, and it's like, it's like you know, it's fucking hard. So, yeah. Like, you have to enjoy it, otherwise, you're just insane for doing it. But um, we always try to take the approach of, like, you know, if people like our music, that's awesome, but you could always stay home, save your money, save yeah. your social anxiety, and just listen to our record. So, if people are, you know, taking the time to go out and see us, we want to make sure that they're getting something that's more than just the record, whether it's right. the songs faster or. You know, we we try to not put on a show, but, like, we enjoy ourselves on stage so much that we hope other people will. And yeah, I never want anyone to, like, watch our set and be like, oh, that's a forgettable band. Like, even if you right. don't
4: like what we do, like, I hope that you at least remember us for some aspect. You know? Yeah. I, I think the worst thing a band can be is boring. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, even if you're making, like, the best music, if you're just watching them live and you're just like, they're not having fun, no one in the crowd is having fun, mm-hmm. and, like... It's it just doesn't it doesn't appeal to me in any way, and I, yeah. I don't think it really appeals to you know a lot of the people who go out and see music. So yeah. yeah,
0: well, I think a lot of the bands in this scene that are like the ones that seem to be like gaining traction and stuff because there's not a lot of bands that are necessarily like breaking ground musically. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of genres that have been done before, and 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 good reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason. Like I'm not saying that I'm doing anything that hasn't been done before. It's just like. You want to see the bands that take that and put their own spin on it in a way right. that feels original and it feels authentic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you guys definitely have that. You oh, know, thank you. Yeah, so like that's it, it's fun to see you guys. It doesn't feel like hokey, you know. Like oh. some bands will <laughs> go up there and they really suck and they just smash their guitars around. And I'm not saying that I've seen any local bands like mm-hmm. by name that do that, but you know what I mean. There's like yeah, the stereotype yeah. of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's a great way to. Make me hate you forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, like I, you... I
1: always try to reserve judgment because like being like a, a quote unquote touring musician, like I always try to reserve judgment when I see a band for the first time because I know yeah. You can have an off night. The sound guy could be asleep at the wheel. Like, you know, oh, somebody's yeah, sick. Be, There's, yeah. I, I've seen some of my, I won't mention any names, but some of my absolute favorite bands and like some of my best friends, I've seen them and like been driving home and been like, you know what? They kind of suck tonight. Like, yeah. but you know, every, like we've definitely had off nights too. Yeah. So I always try to not be too judgmental, but I yeah. know what you mean. Sometimes you, you know, you play a show and then you. You see a band, and you're like, man, like you didn't have to come out. Like you can make music and like release it into the world, and you don't have to play shows. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. really it's really dumb to like go out and try to play shows if you're not enjoying it because it's
0: financially,
1: yeah. mentally, physically exhausting.
0: It's a fucking grind. Like all the work you put into it, actually doing it is such a small percentage of it. Yeah, for sure. You know, like although you put months. Like, I forget about shows. I'll book a show that's, like, three months out, and then, like, it's coming up, and sometimes I don't even want to go do it. Yeah. But, like, you go do it, but, like... And that's that's a minority of the time, but, like, there's, no, just, yeah, there's just times where it's, like, I forgot, and now it's, like, I i'll like double plan a weekend or something like oh i have this and, show i gotta go do yeah and i'll go play to five people or something i'm like fuck but yeah. i mean just, you gotta pay your dues yeah, but, yeah definitely you I know
1: mean, but that's like like what you're saying like playing music is like 10 percent of being a yeah band, you know like yeah. it's like if writing that. rehearsing emails like keeping up with all the shitty social media stuff but like there's i mean everybody it gets to everybody you know I, I like every band that i know and i'm friends with like whether they play two shows a year or they play like you know Eight shows a month. Yeah. Everybody has nights where they're playing to, you know, 400 people and then they're playing to 12. Like, we literally did like a very small run around our Bloodfest date and, you know, we played Bloodfest and I don't know, there was at least 300 people like packed into that classroom going crazy. <laughs> like, I was able to stage dive like off during guitar. Yeah. Like, it was awesome. It was yeah, like, we crazy. felt like the stereotypical like rock stars on that day. And then the next day we packed up, drove to, it was it Indiana, Indianapolis? Indianapolis. And we played to, like, six people in a garage, you know? Yeah. And then I have to explain to my mom why she was like, why did you do that? Didn't you lose money? I'm like, well, I mean, you got to, like, you got to yeah. get out there and you got to get people to see you. I've
0: heard a theory that, uh, I might be butchering this, but, like, in someone maybe wrote a book about it or someone said this in public, but, like, <clears throat> it was a musician, I believe, and they said that, like, in order to like financially make it as a musician, you have to you only have to have like it was either like a hundred or a thousand like core fans, mm-hmm. like who who like will really buy your albums, who will always come to your shows, yeah. will buy your merch. You don't need as many of those as you think. Right. And like you just that's why it's worth it to like go play to five people because if one of those people you get lucky, yeah becomes one of those fans then it's like you just keep building them up you can play Mm -hmm. a bunch of little shows and build a fan base better than like a band you know this is just like random chance but like a band who like maybe isn't as good or isn't as authentic and they're playing packed rooms all the time because they know a promoter or something Yeah, yeah you know and you guys could end up being the more successful overall
1: we always say that like whenever we have a small show it's like if we made one fan tonight it's worth it absolutely even if we didn't make a fan but if somebody just like enjoyed themselves and got to escape their life for a little bit you know like we i think our fan base like i say that very loosely because you know like we're just like a local band but like the the quote-unquote fans that we have i don't think we have a ton of them but I think the ones that we do have are, like, Die Hard. Like, the people who buy every shirt that we put out. Yeah, They have every CD that we've printed, and they come to, like... Like, we did one run where this girl came out to four of the five shows we had booked. That's and sweet. we were like, why are you here again? And she's like, I don't have internet. Like, I only have CDs, and your CD hasn't left my car. Like, you're my I don't favorite have band right now. I was like... <laughs> I was just like, okay, it's kind of like she was forced to be a fan, but I mean, like, that stuff's yeah. really cool, you know? Like, when, when you have people that are that into it, like, I'd rather have five people absolutely in love with our set than a hundred people who are just sort of, like, bob Yeah, lives, dude, you know?
0: absolutely. How long have you guys been, uh, been playing shows? Hmm.
1: I never know how to answer this question. Cause this <laughs> is, it's, like, four-pronged. Uh I'd say we've we've been a band now for three years. Yes. But okay. we've only, I would say we've only been like seriously playing and like doing like the whole like touring thing for two. Okay. Because um, I did the first EP uh, on my own. I like wrote and recorded everything and we like programmed drums um, just by myself. Say that. And then I used
0: that, <laughs> oh, I used that to,
1: <laughs> to like find a band and then, you know, okay. changes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is... And this has definitely been our busiest year. Yeah, for sure. I think we're on track to play. I think like we got like s- by the end of September we'll have played like sixty shows or something, which is that's good, more man. More than like the last two years combined.
0: I think. Yeah, that's awesome. And like, as far as uh, when did the touring start? Like, w- like within the last two years, like you said, or
1: um, I would say like the more serious, I because you got to figure out like how to do it. You know, when yeah. you're starting, like I was calling people and they were like, call bowling alleys, see if they need bands, and I'm like, like we played a couple bars during like open mic nights and we're like, this is not yeah. how we're going to get fans. People do not like us yeah. when we play in bars. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got the mic cut off in like our second show. They were like, yeah. they were like, you guys want to play for an hour? And I was like, no, 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 that's too long. We'll play for 45 minutes. <laughs> and then we played and like we got like 30 minutes
4: into it. And the guy came up, he's just like, wrap
3: it up, wrap it up. So, yeah. And throughout I, the set, he kept coming he kept up playing. and
4: turning Sean's guitar down slowly. Yeah, uh, He just, would turn
1: like, the amp down, so I would turn the pedal up. It was
0: like like, <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> I, so I'd, I'd say, like, seriously playing probably, like, for two years now. Mm-hmm. But, I, like I said, this oh, last year has been i think the first the busiest, year we're doing it yeah. right and like we have contacts we have friends in the scene so we can get more gigs
0: i feel like it's funny that makes me think like playing a boeing alley like when people first started hearing like friends and family who maybe aren't, don't really understand how the music scene works or whatever they don't mm-hmm. really understand like the music that i play they would tell me like i'd get these opportunities quote unquote to like play a business's luncheon or some yeah. shit yep. <laughs> i'm like oh no. you play guitar I'm like, yeah, I don't do fucking Michael Bublé covers, though. You yeah. know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go and do like John Mayer Continuum, like as much as I love that, <laughs> as much as I love that album. I'm not gonna sit in the corner and play it as background music. Yeah, you know, like and people, it's just really funny, like the misconception people. Yeah, hands. like, like I, you guys are like really like thrashing around. You're not gonna go and do exactly. that in an open mic.
1: That's one of those things where if people aren't part of it, they don't understand it fully. So like I, like right. I will meet somebody who's like a friend of a friend, and they'll be like, oh hey, do you? You know, my my cousin does, like, parties. Would you want to play? Or, like, something like that. And most of the time, it's stuff that's, like, I don't think you fully understand what we do. Right.
0: This will just,
1: like... It's not that I'm above that stuff. It's more of, like, you don't want this. Trust
3: me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Every time I say that, I always feel, like, such a fucking asshole at first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh well i just don't think you really what what i'm playing is really like it would really fit the mood you right. know i always feel like mm-hmm. so pretentious like i feel like i'm coming off pretentious right you know what yeah. i mean but like no, like you mean. said you're doing them a favor by turning yeah. it down it's, it's like, tr- like tr- trust yeah. me you don't want
1: this yeah it's like, yeah it's not that I, I won't do it it's that you don't want
0: yeah it. i'm definitely doing you a favor like once <laughs> i start like singing loud and my voice starts like screaming and scratching <laughs> and shit it's like yeah you're gonna, and you still gotta pay me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the type of thing where I like was offered to play at a like this glasses place. Like it's kind of mm. like a Warby Parker. It's called Oh C. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they were gonna either give me like a hundred dollars or like a free pair of glasses or something. <laughs> I almost did it for the free pair of glasses, yeah, but I dude, was just get like some
1: Gucci glasses. Um, <laughs> them. Flip I'm just them like on the market, right?
0: <laughs> I'm like this is just gonna be too awkward though, dude. Like I'm not gonna do it. But, uh, so like when you guys, when you started touring, did you just go head first into like long tours or did you just kind of like maybe try to get your feet wet or when you first started out, I guess, like, what was it like?
1: Like you, we tried to do mm-hmm. like, like as long as we could. Cause like our, our approach when we started was like, never say no to a show. And then we kind of realized like, if you're playing club yeah. in Ann Arbor every weekend, <laughs> Dude, yeah. you're not gonna get <laughs> you're not gonna get people to come see you when you have like a, a show worth going to. not that those weren't worth going to but like we realized pretty quickly like like I said like the right way to do things yeah. Um. you know like cause when you start no one tells you like hey you shouldn't play for more than 30 minutes nobody says like right. hey you know when you, you don't set up merch don't take you. up the whole table and like Every, every band has made those mistakes. Anybody who says they haven't is like either lucky as shit or a fucking liar. Yeah. So when we started, I mean, we booked like, I, I think the longest thing we would do is like a four day run. Yeah. Something we, like that. We, we felt like Kings. We were like,
0: we're on tour. This is sick. Yeah. 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 And
1: now you're like, that's not a tour, dude. It's like you didn't even leave the state, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just like, like with anything, like you get better at it and you grow. And now we do longer runs and stuff.
4: Um,
0: was there anything that were, like, like mistakes that are comical now to think of? Like, when you were, like, it's like naive things?
4: Like I, I don't know what we can say. Buying, buying fast like, food every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Number one.
1: That's always funny. Like, I've got friends who are in bands, and they, they won't mind me saying this because they think it's funny now, but, like, they'll play a show that's, like, an hour and a half away, and they're like, oh, we got a hotel room. You know, like, shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely, yeah, buying fast food is... a that is a quick way to feel like crap on tour and to crap a lot on tour and <laughs> have no fucking money. But, um, yeah, I would, I would say the biggest thing was like the not being aware of, of set lengths and like, yeah, when we started... We, I Like that
4: set list we found the other
1: day. Yeah, we found a set list that was... We were headli- We were headlining the show. It was our show, which doesn't justify it, but we found it and it was like 12 songs long. And we're looking back at that and we're like, oh my God.
0: That's yeah, like, like you're fucking the Rolling Stones or yeah, something. Yeah, like, no one wants to see you play
1: for an hour. But I mean, again, those are those are mistakes that like a lot of people make. I think we're lucky because we kind of recovered really quickly. Mm-hmm. We figured it out pretty quickly yeah, that yeah. people don't want you to play for that long. Yeah um but you know like i remember we got a show one time in ann arbor and they were like i want you to headline and i want you to play for an hour and we were like okay like you know we'll do like a we'll do close to we don't have enough songs but we'll do like 45 50 minutes and we we did it and we were the last band that played but then like afterwards we realized like people really liked it and then about 25 minutes in everybody started walking away and all the yeah. bands were pissed off at us and stuff and like We were like, oh well, fuck them, and now we look back at it and we're like, no, that was a hard way to learn that lesson, but it was a good lesson Mm -hmm. to
0: learn. People have like short attention spans, and the last thing you want somebody, the last thing you want is someone to walk away from your set being like exhausted with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you want to find that sweet spot of like right when they're almost about to not be engaged anymore. Cut Mm it, leave them wanting more. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's it's, you know, it's a cliche for a reason. You Mm -hmm.
1: know, (laughs) I would say that, and then tuning. Like I would tune Uh. before a set it's, it's all like really stupid stuff now. Like I know I've got musician friends that are going to listen to this and be like, Sean's such an idiot. But (laughs) I would tune like my guitar before the show and be like, I have to be in tune. But then you like, well, especially with the way I play, it goes out after like one song. Yeah. And then I'm like, my guitar's out of tune. All right. And then like my solution to that was like, I'm going to start bringing two guitars to every show. And when it's (laughs) out of tune, I'll switch it out. And then people are like, just buy a fucking tuning pedal, dude. Like, (laughs) yeah. I was like,
0: they have those. Oh my god! Like they have uh, these. I can't remember what they're <coughs> called, but uh, Nick Diener bought a one of the guitars. It's like it's got like the locking, yeah, locking, like EverTune bridges or, or something. The like that. Oh, that like, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. yeah. Tunes, those are cool. Yeah, yeah. I, like I feel like someone in a band like you guys, like you recorded Forest Green, and they used mm-hmm. the yep. EverTune bridge guitars. And like I was I'm there, I'm wearing
1: a Forest Green shirt. It's oh, nice. really? I got a hoodie on, but. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I met them briefly because I was doing, like, a I was podcasting at, like, a, a show, the Scheme 13 Festival, and they played there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, like, I met them for a hot second, and I forgot to email them. I told them I was going to hit them up to have them on. You should out. get them on here. They're, they're yeah.
1: good dudes. Like, Soap is one of the funniest people you're ever going to meet, and it's – Oh, definitely. They're, yeah, like, they're really – they're great musicians and good dudes so they'd be worth having on for sure
0: sweet yeah they seem really cool they seemed they seemed into it i just yeah. like i'm like booked two months out and like i just i forget there's too many yeah no dudes. i mean you, and there's yeah. always it's always a good thing to have like bands that i haven't done yet you know what mm, i mean yeah, for I'm not sure. trying to get everybody like right you're away. never gonna get yeah you're never yeah. Gonna, there's
1: always gonna be new bands yeah that are gonna be yeah popping up
0: you know and like i'm trying to get more and more tour touring bands too yeah, you know? yeah. like bands will hit me up now which is really nice. Like they'll hit me up and be like, Oh, we want to come on your podcast. And do you know anybody book a show? So I'll like, I'll get Mm. a two for like, that's great. I'll book them. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to play your show also.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That's that's what you got to do. You scratch your back, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it works out. And it's like Pat Ray and like Mm -hmm. Mark with, with their, yep promoting companies or whatever i always calling companies i always feel so stupid <laughs> calling anything pat ray is associated with a company but like he's, i don't he's I,
1: just a meme machine
0: yeah he's he is. I, he is like the most meme man in ann arbor i like, think he is uh we, we discussed that he was on here a, a couple weeks ago he
1: was rehearsing at our house because we live with um austin who uh plays in uh he plays guitar and shortly and he plays. oh bass he was literally just here yesterday he told me yeah yeah, yeah. and he was because uh, you know great expectations um were on tour with swordfish yeah and, um, so they were oh, all rehearsing at. Er, oh my god i just <laughs> said that <laughs> we were just talking about swordfish with spencer that's why yes. I, they're fresh in my mind see home excuse me um but uh they were all rehearsing like both sets back to back like the sea home set and the great expo uh set and we i was like upstairs taking a nap and i woke up I could hear see him downstairs, and I heard Pat, who didn't even know I was home, just go, hello, we are anti ghost and then they started the <laughs> And I was like, I love that he fucks around for himself. Like, yeah. I know he's, like, alone in his kitchen making cereal, being funny as shit. Yeah. Without even an, an audience. Oh, <laughs> our scary. whole
0: episode was just, like, back and forth one-liners, like, for an <laughs> hour and a half. Just, <laughs> oh, like, there wasn't a whole lot of, like... It was like that was the first time we really even had a conversation, too yeah like we're both just like naturally silly geese i almost said gooses (laughs) but i was like grammatically correct with it but no it was it was so much fun it was so much fun and he's a riot and that was just like one-on-one and then i hung out with him at lutherfest and like the dude has to be the life of the party i feel like oh he has to be in the center of attention all the time but like in a way that's not annoying but maybe Mm -hmm. it is maybe i don't maybe i don't know him enough but no it's like he's so lovable about it i always
1: enjoy his company i love seeing him play especially when he plays with austin because it brings out this really austin is a very goofy person but you don't only comes out in
4: certain situations yeah you don't see very
1: often it comes out a lot with pat so i could
0: see that it was like the interview i had with great expectations yesterday it was like it was like very serious and it's like i i didn't i don't have a problem with it. i told him at the end Mm -hmm. i was like that was one of the more serious ones i've done in Mm -hmm. in terms of like and you know listening to it it's it'll just sound like we had a conversation but like mm. relative to what i'm normally like which is joking around all the time yeah. and like i like to mix in seriousness yeah like it's i just, have so, it's just
1: like a different yeah vibe to it
0: yeah yeah i was like you guys almost made me like hone my real interviewer chops I was, like, <laughs> I was like holy shit this is like i felt like they were uh it was almost intimidating like how serious they were in a way right, yeah. they like it we started to like loosen up a little bit i was just like oh no i don't know if i can make a joke because like because <laughs> i like these guys mean business you know they're
1: all they're all really really friendly yeah yeah laid back dudes. definitely definitely
0: oh, yeah. they were they were really cool and they like mm-hmm. they they did a song at the end of this, so that was really cool, oh, cool. too yeah I mean, their
4: acoustic stuff is phenomenal yeah yeah they're great yeah
0: they're a he, lot of fun and awesome. having
1: them it's it's crazy because like when you live with other musicians, you know, you're going to hear their music all the time. And we hear them right. rehearsing all the time. And we hear Austin was, like, you know, working on demos and, like, mixing their record. Yeah. Um. So I I have heard those songs, like, 400 times each. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool because, like, I still love watching them play and, and hearing their songs because they make great music. So yeah. So it's, it's yeah. not annoying. But
0: a lot of times it's cool for me, too, because, like, I'll... uh I have a ton of bands in here and the, like most of them play mm-hmm. sometimes like them playing in front of me is like in my room is the first time I've really heard them. Oh, wow! that was the case with great expectations. That was oh, like, cool. that was like my introduction to their music was this little acoustic performance. And then so it's all like, a okay. Good way to see them, Yeah. The first time. And yeah. I'm like, sick. So like, I'm going to, uh, now that makes me really excited to like go listen to their music. Yeah. You know? For sure. Cause like a lot of interviewers or whatever, they would probably do their homework quote unquote before a band comes in and like, really listen to them hard mm-hmm. but like sometimes with, with certain sometimes i will but then sometimes with other bands like i'll i'll purposely wait because i'll like i like to get to know their personalities first yeah and then like try to guess what they sound like and see if i can <laughs> see if i can be accurate at all and like so it's, it's always it's cool to go either way sometimes i'll hear the band first and then i'll like like in your guys's case like mm-hmm. i heard you saw you and now i get to see what your personalities are like and mm-hmm. so that that's always cool yeah and then seeing what would it the you guess
4: that we sounded like if you hadn't already known? Oh, like, Jesus. what would be your yeah, based on like what we're wearing in this
2: conversation? I'm <laughs> uh, really interested.
0: All black, painted nails. When it's 90 degrees, probably <laughs> some punk rock. Definitely, <laughs> like I would, I would honestly. It's, it's so hard to say because I know. Because yeah. you know, all right, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't think that it was maybe as heavy as it was at times. Oh,
1: okay. You know what I mean? That's usually when when I tell people I'm in a band and then they listen. And they like. The three things I always get, they come back and they're like, oh, wow, you're, like, actually in a band. And (laughs) I'm like, yeah, what did you think I meant? Like, what other bands are there? But, like, I guess people assume, like, just, like, karaoke night or whatever. Right, right. They're like, oh, you're, like, serious. You, like, do stuff. I'm like, yeah. The other thing I always get is they're like, wait, that's you singing? Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, yeah. And then the funniest one, which I get, like, probably more than the rest, is when people are like, Hey, it's actually good. And I'm like, hey, thanks, thanks, like appreciate. <laughs> Always the tone of surprise. I mean, I guess it's better than them just being like, oh, I knew it would be great because you know, then you can start yeah. bullshitting. But yeah, like, I I started a new job when I moved out here uh, about I think it was about nine months Two ago months now. Ago. Yep. And um, like eventually people like you know through conversation and the grapevine or whatever, people found out I was in a band, and I would have like random people come up to me and be like, I listen to your band. It's it's actually really good. And I'm like hey yeah. thanks like but what well, were you expecting like, well you think about it but...
0: though it's like i used to be guilty of this like when someone tells you they're in a band it's almost like part of you wants it to suck for some reason yeah because yeah. it because it's funny <laughs> you know what i mean because it's just funny to think about some guy saying they're in a band oh yeah i'm in a band <laughs> not that you're like trying to sound cool and you say oh no, yeah I know but that's just like one of the best most satisfying things ever is like when someone acts like really cool like they're in a band and then they just suck ass no, it, it I, makes I me really. That, happy. That,
1: that, <laughs> I that's the like. like when you're meeting people's parents and they're like, "My nephew is in a band. You should check him out. You would really <laughs> yeah, like him." Dude. And then you look him up and you're like, "Fuck." You know, dude, like, people said to- that I enjoy <laughs> seeing people fail, but I'm like, I hate that you're like, you're in in your mind, we're we're on the same level, and like this guy yeah. is just nothing. You know? Yeah. Like.
0: like- Ever since I started this podcast, like it's only been like four months, but mm-hmm. my buddy David, he used to work at Shinola downtown Ann Arbor.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. And
0: like so I was in there just like looking around and he's like super uh, personable. He'll talk to strangers, whatever, and he knew I was starting the podcast and like mm-hmm. he was talking to this these two like parents, you know, and they were talking about how their son had a show to play that night or something. So mm-hmm. Without consulting me, like (laughs) oh no, solicits them to like have their band, their son's band, hit me up and come be on the podcast. I'm like, dude, you can't, like yeah, no, you you gotta let me
1: like vet people, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, like I don't, I don't want to do like your. Son's weird, like sludge metal band. <laughs> Not that I have anything well, like, against you, sludge metal. No, but se. like if you take this
1: seriously, like obviously you do, and you like put effort into it, you want it to be a certain standard. You don't want to yeah. just let anybody on here, you yeah. Know, like, so,
0: and I, you know, I, again, I won't name any names, but there are more more bands hit me up to be on the podcast than end up being on the podcast. Yeah. Not that I have yeah. like super high standards you know what I mean? And yeah, it's like,
1: once you get a few like, you know, like bigger names under your belt and stuff, then people are like, Oh, yeah. I, I can hop in on this and it'll be good for me. And you know, yeah. like, there's, there's some coattail riders everywhere, you know? Yeah.
0: And it's, and right now I feel like I'm maybe still at the, yeah, definitely still at the stage where like bands coming on, it's helping me more maybe than it's helping them. But mm-hmm. so I, tr- that's why I try to like let bands talk about whatever the hell they want. Like, you know, I had like, Dogleg came on. They're, they're an example. Yeah, I There's, just
1: listened to the, their episode. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. They're really cool, and they're at the point where, like, everybody already knows them Yeah, kind exactly. of thing. So it's, like, them coming on the podcast is – not that they look at it this way because mm-hmm. they're they're cool, they're humble and everything, but, like, it's kind of doing me more of a favor than it is them.
1: But that's kind of, like, also the spirit – or at least what should be the spirit of local music is, like, like I – when when you hit us up i think it was like i i knew because uh of sword fest and we had met and like yeah. I think you hit us up before sword fest so i was already like down to do it
0: it was like a little bit before blood fest oh because okay. i knew yeah, i was gonna Bled, i was hitting right. up bands because i yeah. knew i was gonna be at blood to like try and meet everybody like right, oh, i'm yeah. the guy who you up kind of thing for sure yeah. yeah
1: i just remember being like this is like a cool thing that i would want to do whether like it helps me or not like it's just like yeah. i i think it's just cool that like you know there's artists who are supporting other artists yeah and that's what everybody should be doing because what we're all doing is like really fucking hard so we don't need to be tearing each other down we should be right trying to help out as many of our friends as we can. and like
0: my self-serving theory about like why the podcast why every band should come do the podcast like regardless uh like i asked the one years to do it they just said they said no but like (laughs) (laughs) but my theory is that but uh soupy was cool he's like he's he didn't do it because he's actually started a podcast about the wonder years oh uh, gotcha whether or not that's a, a lie remains to be seen. But, uh, <laughs> a very specific lie that's easy yeah, to figure right. out so i mean that'd, but, that'd be a ballsy lie but the, like the the theory is like no matter how many listeners i have if you're a big band and you come and do it and you share it everyone that likes you will probably listen to it yeah mm-hmm. and so like it it's a platform that you get to talk about whatever you want and Mm -hmm. people get to see like your personalities rather than, because I, that's one of the main reasons I started this because I've, I was like just getting into the music scene and I'm like a a huge nerd when it comes to music. And like, I just online, I was like trying to like figure out the do's and don'ts of like self promotion and things like that. And like figuring out like what, what are the popular bands doing? Like, what are they, how are they promoting? What is their online like personality like? And, I just felt like I wasn't getting very much in general, like of an idea of like who these people actually were. Yeah. Like, Everybody's wh- got an
1: aesthetic that they want to follow. And, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the mysteriousness behind a band is always like more marketable. And stuff. yeah. I mean, I listened to the dogleg episode. And I was like, this is super cool. Cause it's just more of a conversation. Yeah. And I like, we've done, I mean, we've done a lot of interviews, but like it, I personally hate interviews because it's always like, so how'd you come up with the band name? And it's like, you know, <laughs> the yeah. cookie cutter questions and it's like you're like you don't give a shit i don't give a shit what's the point of doing this but yeah stuff like this is cool because it's just like hey we had a cool conversation and we got to plug our music and exactly we'll exactly. share it you'll share it it'll mm-hmm. be you know it'll be fun
0: because so. it's like i i want to get to know you guys like and, and and like the bands that come on because like i'm in this music scene too yeah. you was, know yeah. so it's like when i go to a show or something and i'll see you guys or i see another band i interviewed now it's like it gives me a reason to go to shows because before i didn't know anybody and i just wasn't gonna go mm-hmm you know i'm just like socially awkward and like i'm not the i'm not kevin rice who just like goes goes to a show and just like bum cigarettes with people all night and just makes 10 friends you know like i wears
1: a nice uh form-fitting bra and you know yeah yeah conversation and
0: like we talked him and i when we did an episode like we talked about that and mm-hmm. like that was very early on that was like the third episode of this and i was just like i was hoping i'm like i hope the podcast is something that i can use as like a social tool for me too yeah and absolutely like, and it absolutely is now it's like when I, I think
1: it's really cool that you say that and you're not like oh i'm just doing this you know oh i'm just doing this because or whatever i think it's cool um, that you're you're like honest about it. you're like yeah i'm doing this because i want to be more involved in the scene but i yeah. also want to like get connections like that's honestly, we, we house touring bands and it's like, we do it because we have a bunch of couches and when bands are touring through, we want them to know like, you've got a place to crash. We've had to sleep on floors. It sucks. We want to help every way we can. But at the same time, we also know that like when you're meeting these people and you're giving them a place to stay, they're going to hook you up and you're going to have a place. So it's like, you know, it's not like there's malicious intent on either side. It's just Mm. like, Hey, we can both benefit from this relationship. Yeah. Just makes the,
0: the, the scene a little bit smaller, you know, like in in a way. Cause it's like now, now you know more people and like, if especially touring bands, because Mm. if you're booking a tour, Hey, you know, a band from Philly comes on. First episode I did was Band of Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... uh, We
1: played with them in Nashville. Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, this fucking... Some of the
0: coolest people I've ever met. Like, they're they're really rad dudes. That was so much fun. But like, you know, now if I'm booking a tour to go through Philly, just hit them up. Yep. And it... Like you said, there's no malicious intent. And, like, this is the first time I've planned something out in my life and it's worked exactly the way I thought it was there going go. to. Right. <laughs> it was just, like, my friends were like, gotta hand it to you, poor kind of genius. Yeah. And I was just That's like... Smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, well, I mean, one for 25, I guess. But, like... <laughs> but, no, it. I think anybody who says that they're not doing it for some selfish reason, is mm-hmm. I mean, lying. I mean, yeah. it is a selfish reason among... Several altruistic reasons. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's, I'm not hurting anybody. You know,
1: but like that's what like bands do the same thing. Like when you need a place to tour, you're going to a state that you've never been to. At least what I do is I look at bands who are like at a similar level than me, and I look at their like past tour posters and stuff, and I look at where they played, and I look at who played with their shows and stuff like that. And you know, that's like that's not coattail riding. That's just like, hey this is, like, a resource that I'm going to use, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that it's smart for everybody to do that, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, one of my favorite bands, Manchester Orchestra, like, I was reading, like, a Reddit Ask Me Anything, and, like, some guy was, like, asked, like, how do you get famous, basically, you know? That was, like, the basic question. <laughs> That's the question like, right how do you Like, how do you make it? And they were, they What were they like,
1: don't tell you is there is an answer, and once you find it out, everything works. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> uh, but they were just, like the answer that they gave was just like <clears throat> tour relentlessly make friends with bands in other cities and swap shows yeah yeah and right that was sure. just like okay that was literally what we're all trying to do
1: right and you're very rarely at least in like the band scene you're very rarely going to be like able to be a dick who doesn't talk to anybody and yeah. blow the fuck up all of a sudden
0: right you know? right and you
1: need to rely on friends and like it's cool when you like we just toured with uh well we didn't really tour we we did a, a short run with Silver Age, um and those guys are the homies and like it it was felt more like a vacation because we just did like a quick little like four date run down south and we got to hang out with them and it was like super rad because it's like we like their music they like our music it's just better to do it that way because we've yeah. toured with bands you know where we're like okay these guys are like kind of cool or whatever but like touring sucks like when you're on the road you're driving eight hours everyone's tired and you know nobody's jacked off in a long time everyone's <laughs> mad at each other and you're like this is this is horrible that you so know when, of. You're, when you're not yeah i don't know i don't know what joe does when i'm asleep but he could be jerking it at the wheel but um when you're
4: <laughs> also, I think my mom's probably gonna listen to this and
1: oh hear well the shit you're saying he might be right. I, yeah. I be right, <laughs> but, like, my point is just that, like, it's, like I said earlier, like, it's hard enough as it is, so when you have something that makes it easier, like, more enjoyable, you know, it's, it's way better. Like, yeah. life is just better with friends, I guess, is the moral, the shitty moral of whatever uh, the fuck you should, should write a children's right book. The Anti-ghost. <laughs> tour with friends. Tour <laughs> with friends.
0: No, I, I can't wait to, like, finally get out on tour. I'm just trying to, like, get my set. Down to where it needs to be which mm-hmm. is pretty much there but we just found a bass player that we're trying to work into it oh cool and yeah. then get a van or something you know like I, I yeah. it's a, hard a, a though The van is nice we yeah did, we what did do did you guys tour in strange vehicles
2: you guys have a van now or we got like somewhere in the middle. We have a big Ford Explorer, three rows of seats, goes down flat, make a bed okay. of it in the back. Throw a little TV back there. Nice. You can sleep right. three in the back. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's just nice. And then we have a trailer we behind it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you pull a trailer. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. We bought Greed Death's trailer. <laughs> oh really? And Joe is like an insane mechanical wizard, and just like fixed up the fuck out of this trailer, like. Every time there's a car issue, like, we played a show with taking meds, and Joe... They actually uh, just
2: texted me asking me if I think it's possible for them to replace their AC compressor. (laughs) They've been in constant contact. You should should
1: explain why they're in constant contact with
2: you. Oh, man. Their, uh, Their van is not really much of a van. It's more of like a... Pile of rust, no offense to them if they ever hear that, but yeah. So, right. uh, their gas was leaking out of their van and they set it on stage. and I was like, All right, I'll go fix it for you guys. So, I ran out, I used a Red Bull can and like threw it in there and like taped it up. Isn't in, the MacGyver in the middle of, of the
1: set, they were like, Yeah, we're pretty sure our van is leaking gas. That's why we're late. And Joe just goes, What's wrong with it? Like, <laughs> to them on stage. And they, he's like, I don't know, man. You can go look at it if you want. And Joe's like, I'll be right back. And, he, and when he didn't come back in. So I went out there and I was like, "Yo, like this is the touring band. Like we're sticking around. We're trying to support them. Like it's a dick move that he's not watching." And I go out there and I'm like, "What are you?" And I look, he is covered in just like grease. He's like, <laughs> he looked like a chimney sweeper, <laughs> so and sweet. he was carving up a Red Bull can to like jury rig this pipe. Holy shit! And then they came out and we talked with them for so long. Talked for like two hours after the show, It's just yeah. about like how to keep this car alive and Joe was like feel free to DM me if you got any questions and they have fully taken them up on yeah, that. Yeah, they've hit they me should. up about
2: three times. They just replaced their uh, their alternator the other day. I had to kind of walk them through that. <laughs> they're all the way shit. out in, like, California. And I was like, dude, I don't think this van's going to make it, but, like, put your mind to it when they left. And they yeah. just caught on me. They're like, put your mind to it. Yeah, I was cracking. <laughs> Will is there?
1: They, they just announced more tour dates today. And I was like, oh no, the van. <laughs> <laughs> they must trust
2: me pretty well.
4: That poor van. Holy shit, there. dude. That's Maybe hilarious. they have a plan for the next tour. Maybe they're just like, well, we'll yeah. get rid of this thing I, i hope
1: i hope they've made enough money to, to to fix it up yeah i those dudes deserve the best
0: i'm about yeah. to just get another job i i printed out a bunch of resumes today like nice. i have like a big boy job like a nine to five and everything mm. but like it, it it doesn't cover what i would need to like get a van i don't have the money to just yeah. like buy a van but you like can
1: a, make like a non-van vehicle like our explorer works really well <laughs> and again yeah. it's all thanks to joe but like we used to tour out of a Ford
4: Freestyle, which that is like a smaller Ford. version of uh, Joe's car, and we'd pack it's everything. Like a Chevy Chase Station Wagon. Yeah, it was it was yeah. bad. We used to we used to pack everything in the back. Our bassist would sit with every like all right of turn. The, gear.
1: the pedal board would fly off and hit our old bassist in the head, and he'd
3: be like, Nah, motherfucker! Oh, it. <laughs> I that,
1: did it. But that was that was a very good learning experience with that car, but Dylan learned how to basically like Jenga everything. So now we have a trailer and we feel like, you know, we're on top of the world with all mm-hmm. the room. So Joe puts down this bed. He mentioned it earlier, but he like puts down all the seats, makes a bed. And then we have an adapter. So our TV te- we can put a TV in there and we have another adapter. So we can have a GameCube running so we can sit. Oh, that's back, awesome. And we can play like Tony Hawk underground. Well, oh dude that's the shit driving it's it's like it's that and like the dude. comic books i read on tour i'm just like sitting in the back like this is a dream come
0: true life's that's pretty awesome. good out
2: on tour you know it gets stressful yeah. but it's pretty good do
0: you good. do any uh are you work for hire <laughs> 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 just like pimp my ride fucking diy version dude he
1: could. He's fixed like, <laughs> six fans <laughs> at this point so <laughs> we were at Sor- Holy who shit. did you fix at Swordfest? fest
4: uh, it was. It, I think it was, oh, it was like Vermont yeah. or equipment. I can't remember yeah. which one it was, but I think it was Vermont. There was like
1: four things wrong with their car. Vermont yeah. was
0: cool. I remember they at Swordfest. They came and talked to me for a hot second. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it was Vermont. I'm sorry if it wasn't Vermont.
1: I apologize to whoever. I'm playing
0: was. a show with them next month. so I'll ask them if if Joe fixed it oh, of their really not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they'll
1: remember because they thanked us like a million times. They were yeah. like really sweet people.
0: Um so real quick uh I have a friend coming over. She's cool. She'll hang out too. But oh, like okay. when, once Sweet. she gets here, that's when we'll we'll wrap it and right, then cool. uh yeah, let, whatever you want to let you guys uh get ready to play your song or whatever. You guys can cool. play a song, right?
1: Um yeah, I'm down to. I actually just got my wisdom teeth removed. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, like what is it about a week ago. So I'm still like kind of hanging right. in yeah. there. Yeah. Um so I'll I'll do a song and then if it sounds like especially like shit i'll be like hey just just cut that at the end that's fine i brought it because i was like i acoustic stuff's fun so yeah. if the
0: uh if it doesn't work out to if it isn't to your liking uh you can just send me like an mp3 or something and i'll put okay. that oh yeah there. that works too Cool. but that's a sweet acoustic you have by the way thank you yeah um,
1: i like getting stuff that people that other people don't have
0: yeah that's sick that i was telling alex uh Stoitz from uh dogleg yep. about his guitar his i fucking love that yeah. epiphone he, dude dude
1: i was so close to buying a wilshire and then i saw a dogleg for like the first time so we were supposed to play with them like twice before we ever actually did play with them and he had one i chose i bought a mustang instead of a wilshire uh, um but uh because i i play a jaguar and i needed like a backup yes yeah. i break a string or something um but i remember seeing them and being like Damn, I should have bought that Wilshire. Yeah, they're so fucking cool. But I, I've played them. I don't, I don't like the feel of them. But I love the way they look and I love the way they sound.
0: Yeah, like I, I was an Epiphone dude for a long ass time too. Like mm-hmm. I'll show you when we're done. I have this sweet like. Epiphone SG but it's like cream with like the 3 gold pickups. Oh, it's yeah, it's sick. it's fucking gnarly and that I got that in 8th grade and I was dude I slept with that motherfucker like <laughs> I I was just so in love and now it's like I'm thinking about getting new pickups because it's all it's like completely faded now. Okay. So I thought about getting like Gibson pickups to put yeah. in it and everything but it's I almost I almost feel like I'd be betraying the old girl, you know. Like it's like it served me well.
4: Yeah, you're you're saying. I feel like I'm the only drummer who feels attached to his drums in the same way that a guitarist feels attached to the guitar. Oh. Like, I, well, he's, whatever, a, like, he's a nerd a yeah. nerd.
1: Every time that we play a show, he'll be like, "Hey, nice set, man." So what was going on with that
4: low tom, like, like the <laughs> dude,
0: floor tom? Or whatever yeah. The
4: fuck? Well, because dr- usually when you're talking to drummers, like most drummers I meet are all just like. <clears throat> Oh, it's a drum set. I hit it. I have cymbals. I hit those too. Like, yeah. but that, but I'm I'm one of those people. Who, like, I obsess over gear. I want. Yeah. Like, I want to have like the perfect, you know, I <laughs> I want everything. Like, I have a very specific sound in mind that I'm going for. So I always like have. Um, I have things that I go for, like that I I, I buy because I I know that's what I want to sound like. You know, so I'm always like watching what other drummers have and the gear that they they use. And I'm always asking and talking to drummers about it, but yeah, with with guitarists, I feel like they always... Every, every guitarist has, like, it's their baby, and they yeah, all, they're just, like, absolutely. always so protective of it. See, this one, not so much, like,
0: the telly. This one, I just... I gotta be honest, I don't really give a fuck about it that much, <laughs> because it's, like, I've had... It's my newest one, and it's, it's the one I play the most, mm. but... I my SG is still it still has my heart yeah, you know and, cool. and then That's I got cool, though, I love that
4: co- I love that color yeah, yeah I
0: really like it it came with a black pickguard I put the white on it I oh, always I, like I white, always yeah. have to change something SG's the yeah. only guitar I haven't changed you
1: got to make it personal
0: yeah it.
1: like yeah, I you I, sure I'm do super yeah <laughs> I bleed all over my guitar I actually had to get two of my guitars repaired and I took them into Guitar Center and I got a voicemail and they were like hey we can't fix this until uh the arterial spray <laughs> is removed and i called back Arterial and i was like spray. i was like you mean the blood and the guys like uh yeah so i went out in the car and i that actually came from a
0: vein they
1: were going well they were like telling me that they were like we can we can clean it for you but it'll be another 50 bucks i was like dude fuck that i i literally went out into the car yeah. with a rag spat on it and wiped all the blood off i was like dude now you got two fluids on the guitar you could have gotten away with just one but yeah um i like i am like i was saying attracted to like weird shit like i I play, I think it's the only Jaguar that has humbuckers in it that isn't the Kurt Cobain custom, but like I have tiny hands, so I like the short scales. So I'm really particular with like (laughs) the feel of guitars. I don't like really wide necks. I have a, a pawn shop Strat by Fender. That's like, it's the Strat body with a Tele neck on it. Oh, okay. And then I have a pawn shop Mustang that again is like a pawn shop, but it's got humbuckers in it. And I just like stuff that's like really weird. And I hate when I show up to a gig and someone's got the same guitar as me. Yeah, like, he gets so mad. I, get, I don't get that. I'm just always like, the fucker has the same. Guitar he as always as pulls me dance. aside and just like, fuck has the same. Guitar as me. It <laughs> d- it rarely ever happens, but I I really yeah it bugs me. I don't know
4: why. No, I feel the same way. It's it's, it's you know you have your thing and you're like that's my thing. And then someone else has it and you're like it's not my thing. It's not my damn.
0: Yeah, even though it's like you know whatever it is that exists in the world like like a hundred thousand times or yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah
4: but you still see su- you feel so special with yeah. your thing and you're yeah like,
1: but like oh. everybody like even if everybody has my guitar that's still like my guitar like there's chips in it that i love yeah like, yeah blood all over it it's always can't out of i can't say have blood
0: on any of my guitars but i respect it um so jen's here i'm gonna go let her in <laughs> okay. real fast and right hit pause on this actually i'll leave it going if you want to shout out to your moms and all that stuff or whatever you want to say amongst yourselves
2: <laughs> huh
1: or if you want we're to just gonna it. shit all over this podcast I have, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I have so
2: much power right now I don't know what to do with it I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this your mom will listen to it she'll listen to like she'll listen I don't wanna be mean minutes. I was gonna
1: say she'll listen to 10 minutes and then turn it off it's been a long time <laughs> Sorry, there, I hope so. you don't do that yeah this has I'm, I'm interested to see what he'll keep out of it um, does he I, I hope, hope he keeps this
2: part though
4: he, he'll keep
1: this part <laughs> he'll keep all of it shout out to dogleg I'm wearing a dogleg hat
4: you're wearing a dog leg hat, forest screen shirt, nothing nowhere hoodie. Nothing nowhere
1: hoodie. Shout out to Nothing Nowhere. I wish that we were best friends.
2: Shout out to your boy, uh. Adam <clears throat> oh, how about we fucking plug our
1: tour, guys?
2: There we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm wearing the future misters yeah. right now. Shout out to them, they're coming.
1: We're going on tour uh in August with uh Future Misters and Connecticut from Connecticut, one of the best <laughs> band names I've ever heard of. Um so it starts August sixteenth at the Loving Touch. Ah, uh, boring. And just we're doing two shit. weeks. <laughs> 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 we're doing two weeks going out east. I think. I think we're actually. Hello. Hi. I think we're be actually because I was listening to the Dogleg episode. I think we're like one day like behind Dogleg con- on all their yeah. dates. Really? Like they play Philly and then we play Philly. They're they're starting a little more in the south. We're doing more like Midwest, mm-hmm. but any opportunities we should meet up with them somewhere. Yeah, we should meet up with them so I can finally beat Chase in melee. Yeah, I've never played. i never played him because I I don't want to hurt his feelings. But uh, oh, I use Kirby, yeah. which is obviously the, <laughs> the sleeper character. It's really tough to be good. I'm with famous Kirby, now. But, uh, I'm able to do it. I was
0: already famous for the oh yeah, that's true.
1: Chase, better no, I'm kidding. With the, the last the
0: Fallowland uh, <laughs> episode, the one that came out. Uh, uh, Monday, like I was at the yeah. their the release show. And I at one point I just I have the two microphones set up there like the two little shores, mm-hmm. and I just at one point just uh, let both of them go and like <laughs> Colin Haggerty was on one, and then like uh, Anthony Vito was on another one, and then at one point there was like four people talking into two mics, and I was just at the bar getting a drink. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. You lost control. <laughs> I just I, I called it. I put it on autopilot. I was just like, oh, it, you know what it's we should done. We should have
1: we should have like hidden something in your room. And then when you and like talked about it on mics, and oh, then when you come fuck. back, you go look in your cupboard and see like a little sticky note from us or something.
0: Now, if I were to leave the room again, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, Damn, be, it would... wouldn't be organic. I always have good ideas. When I have I'm to show them. you the. S2 yeah, I want to see
1: this. This is sweet. Wow. Holy shit, dude! Oh my god! Wait, I saw one of those at Huber Breeze. It, it definitely wasn't the same, but it looked yeah. extremely similar. It's but heavy somebody, too. somebody replaced all. I love heavy guitars. Somebody replaced all the knobs and stuff with like like nintendo 64 uh like buttons it, it oh really like, it
4: looked like a crayola oh, oh yeah i remember seeing that you were so obsessed with that i know like, i i didn't really want to get this oh i really wanted to buy it but it was like six
1: hundred dollars and then you ended up buying a different six hundred dollar guitar yeah i only
4: spent 400 on that one yeah, yeah that's,
3: that's my
1: girl i bought a 1964 hagstrom let you touch it which looks like <laughs> yeah, a, it looks like a sg but it's not Whoa. it's from sweden i think sweden. i feel
2: like tony iommi right now that's, super sick. that's a deftones guitar <laughs> plus, fingertips. That <laughs> plus fingertips
1: <laughs> if you or i'll say when you end up having Forrest green on here chris yeah. is gonna love that because he plays a really sick sg oh really he's got a bunch he's a really? huge guitar nerd he's got a His bunch neck of neck really so heavy.
0: it's 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 designed after the like one of the original s uh, sg models which was before they called them sgs they yeah. were yeah. That's why oh. it says Les Paul on the headstock. Yeah. No way. It, yeah. I remember learning so, about yeah. that. Yeah, so, like, fact. it's a it's a Les Paul neck. You know, the Les Pauls have, like, the really heavy neck. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, an SG uh, shape, but, like, the, the weight of a Les Paul. Do you know what year that is? Uh, oh,
4: I got it. Mm. It looks old.
0: It, they stopped making them, and I got it in, like, 2000 and... God, when I, I was in eighth grade when I got it. I started high school in 2005, so it's probably like a 2003, 2004 or something. I was wondering if
1: it was like a pre-Gibson. It's got the uh,
0: 05, actually. It says US 05 on the back, so I'm assuming it's 05. That's really slick. Yeah, I'm a a fan. But, all right, well, fucking anti-ghost. Anti-ghost or... Anti ghost, I, like antifreeze Let's,
3: Let's draw the line. No, it's anti anti ghost. Why, <laughs> why are you
0: so anti ghost? That's my name question. I feel like when people say
1: anti ghost, because it's like the midwestern accent. Yeah, people say anti ghost. It sounds like like an Aunt Jemima. Like, you know, like anti ghost Like here's my anti ghost. So I I never correct people with it. But if anybody is curious, I always try to say anti ghost
0: yeah hard yeah. i think it just sounds word. cooler. i can't
1: tell you how many bills we've been on where everyone breaks our name into two words yeah that's that's then, or like then, the then hyphen, it's just cheesy oh yeah the like hyphen. anti-hyphen ghost like, or, they, yeah. or yeah. they do one word but then they capitalize the g and i'm like come on man. i was <laughs> i was
0: thinking like of like a cool way to promote the fact that you guys were coming on and then i forgot but like i was gonna i'm like, I'm like oh they're anti-ghost so i could find like 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 the a Ghostbusters, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> then i was like oh but that's the first thing anyone would Yo. think to do like great expectations came on yesterday like i found a picture of the book great expectations yeah. and i scribbled out the name and i put invite the neighbors like like over charles dickens's name and i was like <laughs> i'm like pre-order at barnes and noble oh, you know recording the audio book <laughs> of this there's like there's nerdy as cheesy,
1: fuck cheesy joke names like art i feel like the one that we get the most is if somebody's like anti-ghost is up next we're pro-ghost and then i'm like oh, oh never heard that one before i know shortly gets that a lot too They're like, shortly, we'll shortly like you know oh so,
0: like, yeah D- dude
1: everybody everybody makes that joke pro-ghost
0: I mean, if you're fucking pro-ghost or anti-anti-ghost that's oh wow good
2: I'm way to start, beast, start beef start <laughs> beef yeah <laughs> a in the scene yeah dude
0: so who is your least favorite band before we wrap it up no
1: <laughs> least favorite band like not not diy scene no right? i'm just like, fucking around oh okay we i am ready end... to go <laughs> no with some shitty fucking we usually end with
0: that or like no. politics religion you
3: know what i mean
1: oh well no. yeah let me see let me uh quickly alienate half our audience yeah right
3: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us on. Thank you, man.
0: abso freaking So I'll hit the pause. So, listeners, I don't know if you're going to hear an acoustic performance. I'm going to, regardless. But (laughs) I don't know if you guys are going to hear that or uh, an MP3. So if you hear an MP3, just know that they really fucking. That I fucked up and my teeth hurt and come see
1: us on tour in August.
0: Yep. All righty.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is like we're like, <laughs> getting <that too. laughs> <I'm, laughs> the full. Experience. I'm strategically
1: doing this because I'm waiting for people to join.
3: People pay
2: extra to see you two. Yeah. All right.
1: Just
2: Ready, do like you know? a tempo
1: counter or whatever, you know. I'll just I'll just chug in the way I always do.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah, this song's called "Sober" and it's off of our last, our latest EP, Animal Panic. And that's it, I guess. Cool. <clears throat> It's up to Dylan whether that was good or bad. Really? I mean, that's up yeah. to the
2: people, man. This <laughs> is a democracy. Actually it's up if I have an eviction notice after that I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> if I have an
0: eviction notice, uh within the next week then we'll put we'll put it on. will go out with a bang. There you uh, go. thank you for listening, everybody. Unless uh, you didn't uh, fuck it. I I don't have anything <laughs> clever to say. Bye.